Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Sam here with Nick, Titans Unfiltered, Music City Miracles. Uh, Nick, so not only did we pull off a nice win against Miami, which it was, it was good to get to win against Miami. When I went to that game, in my head, I was like, you know what? A seven-game winning streak is a seven-game winning streak. It's impressive. It's great. But what I saw when I saw a seven-game winning streak was whenever you look through the uh, teams that were beaten that, I was like, you know what? If we come in here, we actually can make a statement, get a good win. Then it'll kind of show people like, you know, strength of schedule does matter. And it's crazy to me because when I see us get a win like that against a team that's been on like a crazy winning streak and all this, and then I think about the Titans. We lose to the Jets, beat the Chiefs, beat the Bills, beat San Francisco, like, just go on this crazy run uh, that was supposed to be murderers, murderer's row. And we lose those little bitty knickknack games. But then whenever another team is going on a, a winning streak where they play some teams that aren't really up to par, and then we, they come in here and we just dominate from start to finish. Never was a game. Uh, it just kind of gives me that feeling to where I feel a little bit better about the Titans going into the playoffs. And it kind of, of course, frustrates me just like it does the rest of the fans that we don't get the national attention, which I know why we got to win. But uh, it's just, it's good to see that type of wins because it, we've been due to do that. Yeah, I think um, going into this game, one of the things that I was looking for is, you know, we're getting um, close to the playoffs. What kind of Titan team can we expect to see? Because right. um, if you remember last year, um, I mean, granted, the, the Texans still weren't good, but they had Deshaun Watson. Some of those, like, last uh, – that game, and I can't remember the game before that, but the Titans weren't looking like their best. They barely squeaked by the Texans who weren't playing well thanks to a, a Sam, uh, Sam Sloman field goal that saved them for the division. Um, and so now with the Titans this year, it's like, okay, we're, we're starting to get healthy. We're starting to get guys back. Um, David Long is back. AJ has been back. Um, the defense is, I mean, almost the injury report we saw this year, this last week was probably the best one we've seen all year. Right. So it's like, I mean, me and you, this is what we've been talking about all year, right? Like if we can get healthy, get everybody on the field at the same time, I think this Titans team can really do something. And that's, that's what I was looking for, and that's what they did. I mean, a 31-point victory, that's their biggest margin of victory all season. Um, and while I don't think that Miami is as good as a team as their record might have indicated, I mean, they were still pegged going to the playoffs going into that game. Um, they, they'd been on a great streak, and, yeah, it wasn't against some great teams, but the Titans could have easily, you know, made that a close game especially against a, a good defense like that. Um, but to come out and completely shut them down on offense, um, two had started to look better. But, you know, we had talked last week about how the Titans were well-suited to defend the RPO, and that ended up being the case. I mean, they they made two look bad. 
Um, yeah. he, he looked, he looked lost out there. They defended it. Great. Um, guys were flying around. Um, secondary has been excellent lately. Um, and you know, the offense executed when they had to nothing flashy, but Tannehill is out there making good passes, being careful with the ball. Dante Foreman keeps making big plays and plays to Henry. Um, basically everything you want to see, um, going into the playoffs and obviously some great luck there with, uh, the Bengals coming through in the clutch and taking down Kansas city. Um, so that's, I mean, that's kind of what I'm looking for this week against Houston too, is like another decisive win, no messing around. Like a lot of people are saying, Oh, this is a trap game. Like if the Titans can't get amped up to lock the first seed, then it's not a trap game. Then they just, they're just not going to be a Super Bowl winning team. Like that's, nope. it is what it is. Nope. And so, you know, I think with how healthy they are, um, this game shouldn't be close. They should execute and shut down Davis Mills. Um, so that's what I'm looking for this next week is to continue building on another dominant performance and just be going into the playoffs at their best. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a that's gonna be that's gonna be key, right? Like this game, when I look at it on paper, I'm like, this game should technically be a 18 point victory because it's a divisional game. I'll give them. I'll give them like seven points or so like that to keep it a little bit closer than Miami did because it is a divisional game. But we should uh, we should come into this one and dominate, smack them, and take care of business. And even if David Mills goes out here and he sticks his neck out for his team, pun intended, but I, we still should be able to handle this Houston team. Like that that game was so embarrassing last time. And we got we saw Tyrod Tyrod Taylor was a huge reason that we lost that game. He's not going to be there, so like there's no reason for us to come in this game and not be all like hell on wheels. The team's already fired up because the best player on the planet that's not a quarterback is back. I mean, you got all these players coming back on the defensive side. Julio's starting to get a little bit more healthy, limited uh, participation, but like. When you look at this game, Nick, obviously, even if we didn't have AJ, we didn't have Julio, we didn't have Henry, I feel like that our defense is not the same that it was whenever we played Houston the first time. They they didn't have that identity they have now. We should be able to go in here, take care of business as early as possible, and then get those guys on the bench, lock up this number one seed, and get ready to go in this playoff run and see if we can't do something magical. Sorry, I'm doing the mute and the unmute here. Um, I saw that. I was like, you muted. Well, uh, for people uh, who don't know, I've I've just gone on the reserve COVID list. So on, while Sam on, is talking, while, while Sam is talking, I'm sniffling and sneezing. Uh, so I'm you guys talking, don't have to I'm listen talking to that. Di- I'm talking, you're dying. Literally. Yeah. Like, it's, actually, this, I, this would be a funny <laughs> video, <laughs> funny video to release. Because, like, I stop and I hit pause <laughs> and I'm just, like, sneezing and mopping my nose. I mean, symptoms aren't bad, but it's like having really bad allergies right now. So, you know, but it's the end of the season. Got to fight through, gotta fight through it. Um, but there might be a little delay on the mute as I uh, collect myself. Uh, what were we talking about? Um, yeah, so the Texans, I mean, the thing about the first game is, is if you look at the Texans offensive stats, even with Tyrod Taylor, I mean, he threw for 107 yards. Um, Rex Burkhead was their leading rush. All right. Here's a look at their um, rushing stats from the first game. Rex Burkhead ran it 18 times for 40 yards. That's 2.2 yards per carry. David Johnson um, ran it 13 times for 18 yards at 1.4 yards per carry. I mean, the, the, honestly, the defense was great the first game. The problem was turning the ball over. I mean, I think it was, what, four turnovers, and all of them were um, – I mean, there's – Tannehill had four interceptions, and I think um, that's the game that Chester Rogers fumbled, right? Yeah, he did. Like, he right, like like right. on the 10-yard line. So that's mm-hmm. five That's five turnovers. Um and they're all like in the red zone, basically. So the Texans didn't have far to go to score. So, yeah, I mean, they, they take away that threat of Tyrod Taylor's legs, which is what really the only way they could score last time. Um, so that is good. I think 
Um, the Titans should be able to handle. I mean, Davis Mills has actually been playing a little bit better these past few weeks. Um, but the Titans should be able to handle him if they could handle you know, some of these other guys they've played. So, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping for another dominant performance from defense. And really, it all comes down to not turning the ball over. And that's going to be um, one of the keys for the Titans. And that's, like I said, Tannehill did a good job of that last week. And, I mean, they did have a couple scares, like Dontrell Hilliard almost uh, flubbed it when they had that handoff and he had to jump on it. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, like there weren't really any, you know, like, Oh, Jesus, Tannehill, what are you doing moments? Um, yep. Like he's, he's been very safe with the ball. And I think just having AJ in the lineup, like he just feels like more at ease and doesn't feel like he has to force anything. He's, he's following his reads, doing everything he should be. Um, so if they take care of the ball, I think that's the only way they lose this game is if they have four turnovers again, that's really all it comes down to. Um and, you know, going back to the Miami game, I think one of the things I was most impressed with is with that offensive line. And you know me, I've been complaining about the offensive line all season long. Um, but I said on Twitter, I think that's probably the most complete game they've had all year. Um, they've had good running games. Um, probably wasn't the best game they've had on the ground, obviously. But um, I think Foreman still averaged over five yards a carry. And the only, only there was only one sack, and that one was on McNichols. So, um as long as the offensive line keeps playing well, you know, I think that really has a trickle down effect into the turnovers um, out, of, out of Tannehill at least. So um, that, I think that's really, that's the only way they can blow this is, is through stupid turnovers um, and giving Houston more chances than they deserve. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's the crazy thing. It's I, so even with Foreman having that crazy game, it, it can't not get in your head to, where you're like, you imagine in the playoffs, they're coming to Nissan Stadium, which obviously is not as it's not as cold as some of these other stadiums, but they're coming to Nissan Stadium. We're able to kind of grind the rock out. You got Henry, you got Foreman, you literally pounding them up. And if you if you want to get a little bit of other action in there, obviously you got McNichols and uh, Hilliard. I feel kind of bad for Hilliard. He might be – I mean, for McNichols, McNichols might be the odd man out here because, I mean, Hilliard's been out playing him since McNichols got back. So you're in, all, you're in this crazy situation where you got these key – you got these monsters back here just grinding you out. And in my head, I'm just like, it's a perfect situation for playoff football. Like, because the men show up for the playoffs, and I feel like that this is one of those games where – it's one of those situations where each game teams are going to have to deal with that over and over and over. And then you're going to respect Henry being back, especially if he comes, if he comes back in the first game, let's say we win the first game and he, he like, he seems like the foot's not bothering him and he's doing his thing. And then Foreman's also beating you up because Foreman can, Foreman can run on any defense. I would love to keep Foreman, but if you don't think that Foreman's taking in his head, if they do decide not to stick with me, next year i'm playing for this is an audition tape and, and for him he's like i got to make sure every opportunity i get i go as hard as possible and he's a hard runner as it is like once you get to the fourth quarter man you don't want to have to get ran over by these guys Foreman Foreman is not a small guy we're just so used to how henry is just it's a business decision if you want to get in front of him and i and Foreman literally can put you on a highlight reel on sports center if you're not careful as well and i don't think that uh i don't think that teams really want to have to get in a position where you have to deal with that over and over and over so you're going to respect it and i think in the playoffs there's going to be some opportunities where you know if aj wants to go deep yeah it's going to be there yeah and um i think the fact that henry will have fresh legs like you've seen what he's done in the playoffs before after he's had a full season um right. so to keep it going and then to keep the legs fresh by you know the one-two punch with him and Foreman. Um someone I was actually been thinking about this week because he's like tweeting about his twitch and stuff is Darrington Evans. Like, how does that dude feel? Like he's he's so far removed down the line of like running backs now. Like I wouldn't he, he be surprised. I yeah, that's what I was about to say. I I don't I, he might not have a spot when he comes back with all these guys making a difference, like. You know, best abilities, availability, the old cliche. Um, so yep. uh, well, that was a side note. But, yeah, I, I think um, I'll be I think this is the kind of um, football the Titans love to play. 
You've heard a lot of people say it. Teams don't want to face the Titans for that reason. Um, the key, though, is I think the Titans will be able to do that effectively. Um, but there's going to be times when they have to lean on Tannehill in the passing game and by proxy, Todd Downing. Are they going to be able to get it done when they need to? That's, I think, what's really comes down to their playoff chances. Like, I think the defense can hold up. The running game is going to be there. Like, those are the constants. I think the two main questions as we're going into the, into the uh, postseason is can the offensive line protect Tannehill and can Tannehill and Downing make, you know, come up with the plays when they need to, you know, when there's going to be a third long every now and then there's going to be a situation where you can't run a play action. Um, can they make that play? Like, is it just going to have to rely on, all right, we got to get AJ the ball. Um, is Julio going to be a factor? I think um, leaning on the run game and defense will be enough to get them out of the divisional round. Having the pass game being a factor is what's going to be able to let them get to the Super Bowl and possibly win right. one. Right. Right. I, I, I'm just I'm thinking about how let's say if you really want to when you when I think of the Titans in the playoffs and I'm trying to think about the road to the to the playoffs I'm thinking big time third down conversions like we had against San Francisco uh, being able to make those kind of plays even if you made it to the Super Bowl like you're probably going to end up playing like a, a Green Bay or a Tampa Bay who they're not going to give you that middle as much. Tampa Bay hasn't had the best running defense, but and uh, they, they've given up. But they've given up some of those. They just hung with them. They beat the Jets by four. I mean, so which part of me is like, man, I wish they would have beat them because then everybody would get a, get the hell off our back. But at the yeah. same time, it's like all the the situations are there where you can make those plays. It's just you have to have the weapons in order to do it. AJ has to be there. We'd love to see Julio there just so maybe if Julio showed up in the playoffs and made some stuff happen and scored three touchdowns in the playoffs on the run to a Super Bowl, I guarantee you all is forgiven. And um, like, so I, you want to see some stuff come out of those guys, but I will say the best thing that came out of this season, uh, no matter what kind of run we go on, is the fact that. It, it was really, really nice to know that we were able to not lose our identity after losing what people said was our identity. We never got a, We never strayed from the run. We made it work. If you look at the stats, they're still there. Uh, I mean, Foreman is a household name now. I want to say he's probably, if you ask people who your favorite Titans been this year, he's probably high on the list. And uh, I, 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 can't, I can't say enough about the job that Brable's kind of done being that guy. And it makes me sick to my stomach that he's not in that coach of the year conversation. Which is yeah. yeah, it is kind of, I mean, the guys who get the coach of the year recognition, I think um, have the flashy offenses because that's what sticks with you. Like seeing Joe Burrow uh, these past couple weeks, all of a sudden you started hearing Zach Taylor's name. Like, it's funny. It's funny how that works. Like yep. um, nobody really, I mean, we've seen, you know, the, the stat community at large, um, kind of mock the Titans a little bit. And because you don't like those little gritty wins um, don't necessarily like grade out that well in the big scheme of things, I guess. But um, a win is a win. And to get to the first seed without like, I mean, I, I think there's very few teams. Like if you gave Joe Burrow the offensive line, like, I mean, his offensive line isn't great anyways, but let's say give him Westbrook Akine and Charles Rogers in exchange for T Higgins and Jamar Chase. Uh, Bengals aren't making the playoffs. I feel decently yeah. confident saying that. Like, yeah, um, the, the fact that they've been able to grind out wins and get to where they are. It's one of those things. I think you, I think it's, it might be one of those things where you variable is more respected around the league for it. than you'll see in the votes. Um, yeah. People probably recognize how good of a job he's doing. Um, but yeah, it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, I guess he's up to like third now in terms of the odds uh, behind LaFleur. And LaFleur almost feels like, um, you know, how cause sometimes happens with MVPs. Like if a guy's at the top for enough years, like they're like every fourth year or so, if the guy's up there, they're like, all right, let's give him one. Like he's, he's done a good job for a while now. Like he, he's earned one, not necessarily like he's done a crazy job this specific year, but I mean, LeFleur's gone, like had 12 or 13 wins, like all three seasons he's been a head coach, right? Something yeah, yeah. 
crazy like that. Um, it's just so easy so, to do. It's so easy. It to is do. You have the most talented quarterback in the league, right? Tom right. Brady. Tom Brady to me is the best football player to ever put on a set of pads. But at the same time, Aaron Rodgers is the most physically gifted quarterback. To mm-hmm. He makes it look easy, and it's almost frustrating because of the fact that he's so nonchalant about how he goes about it. <clears throat> but he's put the work in. He knows where everything is. Devontae Adams is a freaking stud. And Jones can go off for four or five touchdowns yep. in a game if you're not careful. I mean, and then the defense, they, I mean, they hold up. And then you got Jamar Alexander. Like, I think he, like, he's back in the mid. Like, all, they – they have these pieces to make these runs. Yeah. They just happen to always come up just a tad short whenever they get to the NFC championship game. Do mm. I think that that happens this year? I think this is a year where they really got their best shot. And it would be, it'd be so much like Aaron Rodgers to win this one and be like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to go hang out with my girlfriend and my, my movie star uh, best friend and his girlfriend. Yeah. Like, like he could leave anytime he wants to. Well, you, did you hear his press conference this week? Just calling like, that guy's a bum. Like, that guy's a bum. Like, a bum. He doesn't know anything about yeah. me. I mean, just changed is the most vaccinated player. Like, I mean, that's Aaron Rodgers. He is good. He's gonna beat to a, he's gonna beat to the sound of his own drum. He's different. And yeah, like if as long as you can separate the person from the play, then literally, hands down, he's the MVP this season. It's not. It's not yeah. even a. It's not, there's no discussion about it. I respect everything that Cooper Cup has done this year. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Tom Brady is the greatest player to ever play the game. Uh, but at the end of the day, come on, man. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is ridiculous. I mean, his his touchdown to interception ratio in his career alone, I'm just like, man, just give this man like let's just yeah. let's just put him in, let's put him in the Hall of Fame as soon as he says he's done. Like, what are we waiting on? He's obviously yeah. a first yeah. ballot. I mean, like you can you can hate on him all you want. When it comes to MVP voting, or when it comes to his views, but when it comes to when it comes time for the Hall of Fame, no, nah, you can forget that, man. You, you yeah, it's not they, a question. They can miss me with all of that. So, I mean, that's just, that's just my opinion on it. Um, you saw the video of Henry working out. What do you think? Like, is that what you expected whenever he came back? You expect him to just like to come back in that, and just there's no visible signs of. Yeah, I was out with this. Yeah, I mean, I the way that Vrabel and the Titans have handled injuries this year, I was going to be surprised if they put him out there if he wasn't ready. Because um, it's not like a chronic thing. Like, you know, it's not a hamstring where you can feel fine and then, you know, it might might flare up on you a little bit. Like a broken foot, like that's, that's something that just needs to heal and becomes like a pain tolerance thing. And when the pain is gone, you should be good to go. Um, so I'm assuming there's some like, you know, the medical team had to clear him and they had to make sure he was pain free, which, you know, I, I have a feeling with how bad Henry wanted to play. Like, even if he was hurting, he might say, yeah, coach, I'm, I'm not feeling anything, which makes me a little nervous. But I think at nine weeks, um, you know, he, he should be fully healed according to the, the normal time frames for that. Um, and so, yeah, he looked he looked like old Henry back there. Um, I mean, what is your take? I got into this with people a little bit on, on Twitter this week. What is your take on playing him? Because my thing is, th- how much can you gain from a handful of carries against the Texans? Like, I know, I understand, like, I, I'm not discounting the fact that, you know, getting back and the swing of things and getting those reps um, to get you, you know, shake off some of the rust. Like, I, I agree that exists. But, you know, giving him five carries, is that really – that valuable and then if you get to like and then if you get to like 10 carries where it might be valuable then you're running the risk of you know he might not re-injure his foot but maybe something else happens like um when you don't necessarily need him to win so i i think that he should just sit out really be truly at full strength hopefully after a bye week and then you know players of that caliber i i don't think need um those reps to shake off the rust as much as another player might. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Derrick Henry, he's rushed for two, he rushed for two K last year. He, we were giving him 30 something carries a game. Like he's already, he's already a crazy gym. He's a gym rat. He's already going to be a workout rat. I mean, 
does I don't think that what he does in the offseason to get his body ready and what he does in practice gets him so ready for a game. What do they expect? What do they think is going to happen? He's going to get in there and be like, oh, yeah, I need to get used to game speed again. Like, he hasn't been out long enough. For that. It's not like he tore his ACL. Like, right. I mean, and he knows he's, the offense. It's not, a, it's not right. like he's on a new team. Right. Or anything. So he's not going to come in and be like, I got no idea what's going on. Tannehill, tell me where to line up. Like, kind of how Tannehill was telling Adrian, Adrian Peterson where to line up. He didn't get to play. But, like, that ain't going to happen. Like, so I think Henry's going to come back. If Henry came back and was ready to go for the divisional round of the playoffs, if we got the first round by, he'd be more ready than – he'd be just as ready as A.J. Brown is, and A.J. Brown's been back. He'd be just ready as Julio, and Julio's been back. He'd be just ready as any one of the running backs we got. They've been playing all year. Like, so we don't gain anything from that. And if we can't – I think that people are just so eager to see him take a snap. So I understand the excitement, but it's not a necessity. And I think people kind of got to realize that. Like, let's let's uh, if we can't take care of Houston without Derek, then that's our that's already an issue as it, in our, in itself. So let's kind of pump the brakes and be like, look, let's go ahead and make sure that we got our workhorse ready 100. If if Julio Jones still says that the hamstring's a little tight, then Let's make sure he's taking that time, giving an extra three weeks to get ready. Like, I want to come out. I want every single starter that's available, that's not on season-ending IR, to run out of the tunnel for the divisional game whenever we play it and be ready to go. I want want every single one of them. I want them all. Yep. Yeah, and that's kind of my thing, like – I don't want, yeah, I don't want to rush Julio out there this week. You know, he has a flare up every time, like every keep time. him on ice too. Like let him, you know, he'll probably hurt in the divisional game, but like yeah. <laughs> at least go in, at least go into it. That, I want, I want that motherfucker starting though. I want him yeah. out there. I want everybody to be worried about like shit, man. Like he looks healthy. Like I want, I want him to think about it. I want like, man, that, that's fully healthy. We got it. We have to pay attention. First. First play, play action to Derrick Henry, throw a bomb to, to Julio. That's how you got to kick things off in the playoffs. Make make people stand at attention. He's going to catch it, and he's going to be slow to yeah. get up. But he's going to catch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll beat his man by a lot. He'll catch it. He probably won't score a touchdown because he hasn't this year, but uh, he'll yeah. catch that ball. It's going to so, be some yeah. crazy – it's going to be some crazy toe tap. Yeah, he's gonna, he gonna it. Oh, oh, a little tight, a little tight. <laughs> but it's he gonna catch that moment. Worth it, worth it. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm be like, I mean, all right, you know what? Let's go on. Let's go ahead and win these next two games without him. And then in the Super Bowl, I want him out there so he can get one more spectacular catch. Like, I mean, this is what Titans fans have been talking about all year, right? Like, it's oh, it's the Julio trade a bust, and like, yeah, as of right now, I guess it is. But a, I, I'll, I'll, you know, gladly have J. Rob swing and miss on acquiring maybe the best wide receiver of all time like with you know he might have some injuries let's see what happens I have no problem making that move um and B like if Julio balls out in the playoffs doesn't matter what he did all regular season like um and that's honestly like the crazy part like remember when we were talking about the big three and Tannehill and how awesome like lethal this offense was going to be like imagine telling yourself at the beginning of the season you're going to win the one seed, but you're not going to have uh, Henry for half a season. Julio is going to be in and out the entire time, only have like 400 receiving yards, no touchdowns, and AJ is going to miss a whole bunch of time too. AJ's he's not going to hit 1,000. He's going to be sprinkled yeah. in, yeah. Yeah, he's, he won't hit a he – he'll be AJ 900 instead of 1K. Like he's not, he's not going to eclipse it again. Um, I would be flabbergasted, especially – based on how the defense played last year. Cause I mean, that's really what the huge turnaround has been. So um, yeah, it's, it's, it's great getting everybody healthy. Cause this is literally what we've talked about all year. Like if we can just get healthy, get everybody playing well in time for the playoffs. And it's all kind of coming to fruition. Like as much shit as we give them the Titans, like, Oh, it's a training staff bad, blah, blah, blah. Like it's all kind of coming into form. So, I mean, I'm trying not to get my hopes up too much. I mean, it's kind of what we talked about, right? Like we talked about this already where it was kind of like, man, I wonder if they're just trying to make sure that whenever it, when the games really, really matter, if everybody's ready to go, 
what I, what we didn't talk about was the fact that we'd be in a position where, like, hey, we win the last game, we're number one seed. I like when when everybody went down, that went out of my mind. When we when 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 like as soon as Henry went down, I was like, you know what? We may we may scrape we may scrape by try to get in, uh, yeah. but it definitely wasn't this this ride that we've been on this year has been absolutely fantastic. There's nothing that can happen in the playoffs to make me be like, you know what? That was such a terrible year. I think because of everybody being back, everybody's expectations is going to be so high that we we may we like they're gonna we need to kind of pull something off, but it's just. I, the job that they've done is just phenomenal. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and just – I'm not going to downplay it. I'm not going to, like, not give the credit where the credit's due. It's been a uh, – it's been a hell of a ride. Like, like Hilliard having, like, the, the huge run and, I mean, he two two big runs that he's busted yeah. for, like, for, like, 40-plus yards and then forming, all, forming coming in and you're, like – are you sure that that's not Derrick Henry? Like just like hiding yeah. it. Like, I, so like doing all that kind of stuff and then not having AJ and not having Julio and then throwing to these no namers. And then, then you got, uh, they, I mean, uh, then you got like uh, Pruitt going down with the ankle injury. And then, I mean, and congratulations to first kid, by the way, he got, he got engaged. Uh, and I mean, oh, nice. so, yeah. So I mean, so there's just, there's a lot, there's a we lot. didn't drop the ring while he was he was getting down on one knee. Facts. There's a <laughs> lot. There's a lot with this team, but I also know that every time we get in the playoffs, and it's like it's do or die, one and done. For some reason, this team just happens. They win those big. They they play so good in those big games, and it makes me. I'm gonna you go into the playoffs with a little bit more confidence than you normally would have. And I'm I'm super excited to see exactly how this actually turns out because there are some teams that are, we're going to have to play. Every team that we – almost every team that we may run into is going to be for the second time in a playoff game. Crazy. Yeah. Let's see what happens. And let's just let's, – let's buckle up the chin strap, hit them in the mouth, and let's see who the real men are. Like, it, this is – playoffs are where the men's are made. It is what it is. Yeah, and um... – the Titans are just also so good at playing after um, a long break. So that's why another reason getting that bye week is huge because Vrabel with an extra week of preparation is, is tough for any opponent. Like I think he's got some crazy like nine and one record or something like that. Like playing, you know, playing a game after a long break previously. So getting that extra week off, getting guys healthy, that's huge. That is huge. Um, and I also will say I was I try my best not to be super petty on Twitter. Um, but even this year, I was still seeing the fire Vrabel stuff, but a lot more to fire downing. There's still fire Vrabel stuff out there. If I see that anymore next year, like I'm just straight calling you out because like it doesn't matter if it's not pretty. Sometimes the office doesn't look great. I get he can be a bit of a gruff asshole in the pressers. Um, but it's very clear that the players love him and love playing for him. And anytime you hear a player talk about, the, you know, the locker room and I mean, Kenny Vaccaro was quote tweeting that Vrabel should win coach of the year, hands down. Like this is a dude who just got cut by Vrabel yep. and is going out of his way to say how great of a coach he is. Yep. Like it, he's just, um, I, I'd also tweeted out that this is a second division title in four years. Um, Fisher only got three and 16 and, you know, granted he had to play Peyton Manning, but still like what Vrabel has done in a short amount of time is crazy. So I think people, you know, we talked about him not getting enough respect across the league. Um, I think our fans really need to give him, you know, give him his due because he's done an awesome job. Him and John Robinson, both like there's obviously been moments where we've been critical of them, but to be in the position we are now, like, Look at how J-Rob turned around that defense. And we wrote off Shane Bowen, who's now leading a top 10 defense. Like, did yep. anybody – if anybody had that on their bingo card, like, instant win right there. Um, so that's why I'm also not completely writing off Downing either. Like, sometimes it just takes getting your feet under you and uh, getting the right players in place. So, um, yeah, man, this has just been a fun season. So I'm hoping we, we get to see at least – 
at least uh, four more games, three more after this Texans one. Yeah, yeah, I think that um, I yeah, the Shane Bowen thing is what's the most surprising to me, and I think that it just had a little bit to do with him getting exactly what it was that he wanted to do done out of these players, and then these players also getting a little they they've been they 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 started to jail. You know, Autry getting the playbook under him, Bud Dupree being able to kind of come in, do what he's supposed to do. I mean, uh, I mean, even uh, I can't think of his damn name now. I, the secondary has been phenomenal. Buster, Buster coming in like yeah. out of nowhere, and all of a sudden being like a contributor to the team, and Kevin Byard having another Pro Bowl season out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, when Fulton when Fulton's in, Fulton's lock, Fulton's locking them up, bro. He made mm-hmm. Waddle, he made Waddle look pedestrian. Like yeah. So I mean it's just Jack when, Rabbit, like everybody was dunking on Jack Rabbit mm-hmm. for the first half of the season um, and he's been locked down. I wouldn't like, I wouldn't call him Jack Rabbit for the no for the long <laughs> it was just it was like, listen, you know, it's like figure it out. But like yeah, the here lately he's he's earning the name and like and it is like it's just it's it's amazing to watch. And I think that we got a great playoffs ahead of us. We got some teams that are that are trying to figure some things out. Uh, the like the Chiefs, the the Chiefs lost to the Bengals, but I think it had more to do with how well the Bengals are playing than how bad the Chiefs played in that game. Uh, so I think that no matter what the matchup, we're in for a barn burner. We got to be ready to go. Um, and I think well, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be an exciting exciting weekend of, of football going forward for everybody. But um, Speaking of uh, excitement, so luckily for us, I think that the whole Bud Dupree situation happened after last game. Looks like it's going to – it looks like even if anything does try to come of it, usually when it's something like that pops up, by the time the league gets involved and all the legal stuff is done, like all that stuff I think will be settled in the offseason if, yeah. if, it, if it gets anywhere. So luckily for us, we're not going to be uh, we're going to have a whole lot of distractions when it comes to that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to really affect anything, but I, I'm sure uh, Bud got an earful from Vrabel once he came into the <laughs> into practice the next day yeah. after that stuff dropped. Yeah. Um, and I mean, that's really the the only drawback is he, like you know Vrabel's from the the Belichick. Um, school of thought where like just no distractions don't do dumb shit to hurt the team and it kind of looked like it really wasn't nothing like you know I bet I'd be willing to bet this all just gets settled out of court give that guy some money he shuts up goes away like move on league won't do anything um but it's it really comes down to like dude you don't it, even if you know the guy's being a huge asshole like that's what he wants you to do. It's clearly he was trying to get Bud Dupree on camera doing shit. Um, you know, playoffs right around the corner, especially like I, I hate for it to sound like uh, so obvious. <laughs> like if you did this in the off season, I wouldn't care to be honest. Right. Like it is what right. it is. But like you just gotta you gotta take a step back. And be like all right, like I just need to remove myself from this situation. Like I don't. This is going the wrong way. Like even if you just leave, like leave your boys in there to get into it, whatever, that's fine. Like you just need to get out of there. Um, So it wasn't like, it wasn't anything bad, but it was also like, come on, dude, like just don't put yourself in that situation. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I mean, I went out of my way to let let everybody know, like literally I used to go to that Walgreens all the time. It's the worst Walgreens. That Walgreens (laughs) is terrible. Like there's always something going on in there. They don't like, they always like the employees there aren't the best. And, like something always happens, and it's and it's just like one. What are you doing shopping in Walgreens for yourself? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You got you're in there. You ain't got a mask on. We already got it. We don't need any more COVID cases going into the playoffs. Like, just I listen. Y'all go in there, grab me a pack of Skittles, come back out. Period. Yeah. You got the you need to look at the people that are around you whenever things like that pop up, because that I feel like is a bigger issue than everything in this whole story. Like how, how come the people that you were with let you get in that kind of situation? Like, yeah, they should have, they should have easily been like, Hey bud, like, you know, wait outside. And it, from the way it looked, he was just trying to, he looked like he was trying to grab the girl that he might've been with at the time to be like, Hey, like get out of here. 
like yeah bring bring your ass don't don't make an ass of yourself like you know like you know better than that like this but it's just circles circles when you're famous are uh they're a finical thing man and you got to be extremely careful with uh who you surround yourself with and who you associate with because people that are around you will bring you down and they don't think about that whenever they're making those kind of decisions unfortunately and it's a uh, it's it's a sad it's a sad but honest truth it doesn't matter how famous you are at all uh and if he's not careful then if you get around the wrong people sometimes it, it could have been a lot worse because yeah and that, it, nowadays because of how things kind of are people are ready to protect themselves in ways that could have resulted in a uh, in a, a lot bigger deal than it was. Thank God that it didn't end up that way. And it just ended up in a little scuffle. Uh, I didn't see any major punches thrown. I didn't see anybody. There's nobody went to the hospital. Wow. Nobody's bleeding. Um, but at the end of the day, he's got to take a look at himself in the mirror. And I'm sure that Ray will probably already had this talk with him, but be extremely careful who you associate yourself with because uh, at the, you have to take the blunt of all the uh, decisions that they make. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure Vrabel had a, a real talk with him. I mean, um, have you? Do you know the story of when Vrabel got arrested? Mm-mm. I think it was like his last year playing or something, or maybe just after he retired, and he was at a casino in um it might have been like new england or something like that and like it was late night in the casino and there's like you know like deli or something and Vrabel just grabbed like six beers for himself like the deli was closed he just grabbed like six <laughs> beers i don't know if he thought he could charge it to his room or what but he got like a minor like theft charge or something that's, that's like gangster. a breaking and enter yeah so i mean like he, he can't really sit and like say okay like he's probably like yeah we've all done stupid shit but you know don't do it right before the playoffs basically right right um I mean, I imagine <laughs> so it, that was in my i got arrested in the off season like like you you're supposed to yeah um, imagine the earful you get from brady if you get like a like i like oh, yeah. I, obviously I, I was watching man in the arena where uh they were actually talking about because even brady was like man like we had our moments and like i never thought i was gonna get married because we were doing this that and the other the difference is, is that now people are so quick to record everything or put it on social media. Yeah. So times are different. So you have to be extremely careful. Where yeah. There's a lot of players. I would have loved if we had the 90s Cowboys now, like they they would have never won three straight Super Bowls because they no. were suspended for the Super Bowl. I mean, there was so many stories. There was, you know, we had all these girls and we, had, we were all doing this cocaine and blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, there was a lot that was going on. But all that stuff never got out into the press because you didn't have all the stuff that people had nowadays. So you got to be smart, and I think that uh, I think that I think that that's an easy conversation for Ray to have with Bud. Thank God. But uh, yeah, it's, it's it had a ski mask on. They wouldn't have known who it was. <laughs> that's true too. You could have did that. But uh, so going into uh, going into uh, the Houston game, there's not a whole lot to talk about when it comes to that. But so clearly we're on the same page about Henry, that he shouldn't be a factor in this game. We shouldn't even be talking about it. Um, Julio, it just depends on I, – I, I would say no, but I know that uh, it depends on if he wants to get out there and see how it feels, but I probably would say no. Uh, I want to see – I want to see Foreman come out, kind of grind it like he's been doing, make some big plays in there. I would like to see a little bit of AJ just to see if, like, because obviously he says that he's feeling good. Uh, he he didn't get as many targets. We didn't force feed him the way that uh, we would really like to. But I want to just kind of – what I would like to see in this game is come out of here with no turnovers. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, that's really the only way the Titans can choke this away is – and not even like one or two turnovers, like three to five is how, how they lose this. Um, it would be great to create some turnovers too. Um, you know, I don't know if Amani was just super cold, but Hooker let that. I mean, I, I think I could have caught that. Like yeah. I'm, I've got small hands. I'm not the best receiver to, out there, to be but fair, I'm pretty sure. To be fair, I was at the game and we were ponchoed up because it was coming down. Yeah. 
It wasn't yeah. like the it wasn't as rainy as like the game. Uh, I, I, don't, I guess that was. I guess maybe that was the Houston game that it was raining like cats and dogs, but it was wet. The ball was definitely fair, like I, fair. I didn't even I didn't even want us to have to kick field goals because of how wet it was. Really, and uh, I mean, obviously, we saw what happened whenever. Uh, like I think uh, the Dolphins tried to like go for it, uh, tried to run like some kind of quarterback sneak or a hat or a halfback draw or something. The player like slips out of nowhere. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, see, that's the reason that Brable didn't go for it and move it down on our like red zone, like because it's just, yeah, it's just, it's just, co- it's, you're playing chess in that situation, and you're like, ah, oh, it's not really the best field, uh, it's not really the best field conditions. We had just played your music city bowl on it, like we didn't even have, we didn't even have Titans painted in the end zone, like they barely had time to get the field in order as it was. That field was in bad shape. Yeah. Like, they need to do some, they need to do some work if we're gonna have a divisional home game there. Like we in. Uh, once the snow thaws, they need to be working overtime to get that thing in yeah. shape. What I would like to do is not have a bowl game the same week I, that we have. How does that um, happen? I don't know. I don't know. Like, how do you have a home game on, on top of that? Like, yeah. It's crazy. It's already crazy enough that we're trying to have soccer matches there at the same time when soccer is, like, the worst for a field. But yeah. to just think that you can have a football bowl game whenever the weather was atrocious. You got players injured all over the place, which was my concern. I got people yeah. telling me, "Hey, don't speak that yeah. into don't speak that into existence." What do you mean? I'm worried about it. Like, yeah. like you saw how many players went down, and the field looks like absolute ass. Like, I'm like, it's crazy. Stephanie was the 12th Titan, and I'm worried she's gonna slip. And the sword's gonna like slice <laughs> through something. Like, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it, the field was just it was brutal. Luckily, we luckily we got out of this thing scot free, and uh, I mean we're, we're gonna be ready to go. But we got a good injury list. We got uh, we got more people that are just keep coming back. Hopefully, we got uh, we got uh, a majority of our COVID cases out of the way. I love for during the playoffs, everybody just needs to stay at home, man. Like, yeah. stay at home. Tell your family stay at home. Like, if your kids are in school, like, I, I'll figure it out. Like, tutor them or something. Like, just make, I want everybody at at home <laughs> so that we can get ready for this run, so that we can be good to go because. Uh, obviously, it's really, really easy to catch the new strain and the new variants without. Yeah. Variants without. And if you're gonna get it, if you're gonna get it, make sure you get it on like a Monday so you can quarantine for the new five day rule and then be ready to go. Yeah, I'm almost like, if we have the buy, like these dudes should be go licking some doorknobs or something like during that time. Like, get it out when you don't have to play a game, and then you're good for the rest of the playoffs. So go, just go. You know, just a lot go to, of, our offensive line's all set. Yeah. So. Maybe just give uh, give Derek and Tannehill, let them catch it, you know, right after the Texans game, get it out of the way, be good to go. Yeah, thank God Derek didn't come back with it. I'm, I'm, well, obviously he's been like – He like, could have had it, yeah. They probably wouldn't yeah. have had to report that. Yeah, they probably wouldn't have had to. He probably, he'd probably been like some kind of hyperbolic time chamber, like getting ready to go, though. Like, like I, I'm excited for it. Whenever you see – it's crazy because he's been out for a while, so you kind of lose sight of how big that man is. That's a big man, dude. It's yeah, big boy. Big boy. All right, well, let's get into it. Give me a score prediction. Oh, wait, you got stats? Um, I don't it's, really it's have. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, so. I, I may or may not have mailed it in. I did think one, um, one encouraging stat, uh, ESPN Stats and Info tweeted out that the Titans are healthy at the right time. They've averaged 7.0 yards per play with Derrick Henry, Julio Jones, and A.J. Brown all on the field together this season. For reference, the Rams lead the NFL at 6.1 yards per play. So 0.9 yards per play more than what the top team is averaging when those three guys are back. So uh, if we can get them back at the offensive hum- offense humming for the top defense, it's a good, good formula to have. Right. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Well, um, can you give me a uh, give me your score prediction? Score prediction. I think I think they're gonna. Um, I mean, Houston. I, I guess they technically have something to play for. Like, let's screw this guys. These guys season over. Um, take away the one seed, but I mean, mo- these guys have to be checked out. Um, you know, I saw uh, their safety Reed was posting basically like, "Thanks Houston for everything." Um, I already saw some rumors that maybe the Texans. Casario and I forget that fake preacher guy's name uh, like conspired to bring in 
head coach David Cully just so he could basically like take the fall for a year and then they bring in the guy they actually want. Um, so, I mean, they just keep stirring more shit down there. And I think, you know, this is Zach Cunningham revenge game. Um, and you can say Dante Foreman too. So um, I think Titans take care of business. So this is a long wind, long winded way of saying, um, I think it's going to be 38 to 10 Titans. 38 to 10. I'm going big, going big for the, last regular season prediction of the year? Uh, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say 28 to 3. Okay. Okay. I like it. That's what I think. Um, to be honest with you, I just feel like that I feel like that Lone Neck is going to throw two interceptions <laughs> in this game. Uh, if, I can give, if, you, if I can give you one prop bet if I can give you one prop bet Make sure that you bet on this guy to throw an interception in this game. Don't miss it. I bet on two to throw an interception, and we missed three. Bet on Lone Necker to throw an interception. I guarantee you he's going to throw one in this game. So that'd be my that'd be my prediction for this game if I had to pick one. But twenty eight to three is what I'm looking at. That's where I'm at. I don't. I I, I, like I think it. I agree with you when I say that Houston's definitely they do not give two craps about this game. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. I don't, I don't think it's a trap game. I think they take care of business. No, they're going, to take, they're going to take care of it. We'll see what happens. We'll be back next week, kind of preview the playoffs, get ready for it and everything like that. Hopefully uh, hopefully during a bye week so it's a little less stressful for us, a little stress-free weekend, get to watch some teams beat the crap out of each other. Uh, be sure you go anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Give us five stars. Leave us a little review. Be sure you listen to the pod. We appreciate the support. And until next time, Titan. Tighten up. First seed, take care of business.